That's my energy for the new year. Shoutouts to Mary J. Shoutouts to Puff for fond of her. Welcome back to the King Valley Podcast, episode 12. I'm your host, Darnell. Happy New Year's to everybody that's listening. It's a little bit too early for y'all to be messing up and forgetting New Year's resolutions. So I hope you're still holding true to the goals that you set on your set for yourself on January 1st. Today's episode of the King Valley Podcast, I'm joined by my grandmother. Had a very fun time recording this conversation with her. She spoke a lot about her experiences growing up in the early 30s and 40s in Jamaica. She spoke about relationships, marriage, sex. Um, gave a lot of testimonies about how God has helped her throughout her life. And just, you know, a slew of different general advice that you want to hear as a young 20-something trying to maneuver through this very confusing life. So... I really pray and hope that somebody be able to take something away from this conversation. Probably my favorite episode to date. I must. Yeah, probably my favorite episode today. Before we get into the conversation with my grandmother, there's two things I want to address. Two things I want to address. So this past week, the Lifetime documentary aired. The Lifetime documentary, Surviving R. Kelly, that is. And um, one thing that really bothered me, outside of the fact that this nigga is really sick, and he should be put under the jail. One thing that really bothered me is the content rhetoric that I continuously saw on Twitter throughout this three-day span. And um, it bothered me because a lot of people were saying that the reason why R. Kelly was able to get away with these crimes is because he was doing it to black and brown girls. And, and, and hearing that within itself is very cringeworthy. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of people were framing it as though us as black men don't care about black and brown women. And as a brother who has black and brown sisters and mothers and aunts and cousins that I look up to and love and appreciate I want us as black men to never allow them to even feel like they can fix their lips to say those words and mean it the fact that they even feel that way to begin with should rub you the wrong way and overall I think the issue with R. Kelly is deeper than you know them being black and brown girls and us not caring about black and brown girls. Me personally, I think that this, this this entire issue stems from the over-sexualization of us as black people to begin with. You know, when a white man caught us in slavery and, and enslaved us, not only did they feel inferior to us, hence why they had to enslave us, but they over-sexualized us from jump to the point where now us never learning and never knowing how to appreciate our bodies for what they were are now manifested <clears throat> excuse me now manifested into um to a lot of weird sexual crimes and sexual desires and and and, and overall a sexual culture or uh, overall culture that is over sexualizing us and, and and looking at our queens and looking at ourselves as just objects excuse me as just sex objects and what i mean by that is us never learning the values of our bodies and us never learning or understanding centuries ago how important it is to value our bodies is now manifesting into a culture where we only see ourselves as objects or we only objectify ourselves and look at each other's body parts as prizes and prize possessions it's very sad to say the least to be honest with you it's very sad and overall I think we can all do a better job of not objectifying our queens and not objectifying ourselves for that matter to prevent shit like this from being okay because to be frank with you if you're a black man and, and, and you're hearing other queens telling you that 
black men don't care about black women that doesn't rub you the wrong way you're the issue you're part of the issue and i think from going from from this year on i think we should all make a better effort to you know seeing to it that our black queens never feel that way seeing to it that we as black men are protecting them seeing to it that we are giving them the support that they are constantly giving us when we are being attacked or slaughtered by, by the white man and by police officers so that's just you know just a thought i had something that we should all keep in mind i'm not going to go in depth in it but i definitely do think that every black and brown person under the sound of my voice should read this book called brainwashed I shared it on my Twitter as well over the weekend in the midst of all of the tweets and things of that nature that everybody was throwing back and forth at each other during the Lifetime documentary. But it's a book called Brainwashed by Tom Burrell. And it challenges the concept of the black inferiority complex that we um, all subconsciously have. And once you read the book, you'll have a better idea of what I'm trying to say. It's, it's a lot to get into, and I don't want to spend too much time unpacking that right now. But every black and brown person in the side of my voice should read Brainwash by Tom Burrell. Google it. The second thing I want to touch on is James Harden. Now, Thursday night, I, I was watching the, the Warriors-Rockets game, and for some strange reason, I fell asleep. I just wasn't really jacking the game. I woke up and I realized that the, Warriors, that the Rockets won. Shout out to NBA League Pass. I was able to go back and watch the game and watch James Harden's performance with my own two eyes and not just look at the highlights. And, yo, that nigga is nice. I'm on the fence. I'm not sure if I want to call him the filthiest scorer I've ever seen or the cleanest scorer I've ever seen. Either way, those are synonyms in this situation. But that nigga is real. Him being able to step up to the plate and pick up the offensive load in lieu of Chris Paul and Eric Gordon not being there, his second and third option respectively, is just beyond me. I've never seen anything else like it outside of him. Excuse me, outside of Kobe Bryant's you know streak in what 07 when he was going nuts pulling up on everybody giving them 40 this is the only other time i've ever seen anything like that outside of the fact that of course you know the referees love james harden and they, they tend to swallow their whistles when certain things happen and when he takes a couple of extra steps james harden is definitely making a serious serious mvp case for himself this season and it's definitely going to be exciting to see how he ends the rest of the season now but yeah look out for james harden every time we see the houston rockets on the schedule Turn to that game and watch that game. Fuck what you're doing. Just watch that game and watch James Harden put up 40 on niggas. A knockdown lights out shooter. A knockdown lights out scorer. That nigga is nice. Um, also this year, I'm going to do a better job of talking about other topics this year. I'm doing myself a disservice by only talking about basketball. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a stack. And I realized, you know, I took the last week to just figure out my catalog a little bit. You know, figure out what I've been sharing, what I haven't been sharing. And I realized that. What I want to do for next year is reach out to, to the other audience that I haven't been speaking to and speak about more topics in it than just basketball. So expect to see that. Excuse me. Expect to hear that. Expect to hear that. Like, share, spread the word about the King Bentley podcast. Much appreciated for everybody that's listening. Now let's get to the conversation. If you're going to survive, any generation have to survive. Mm-hmm. I just talked to the girl. She's running all over looking at man. <laughs> and every man say her. But she don't, I know her, I know everything about her. <laughs> is that nice girl. It's a nice girl. How old so, is she? She just told me I had been, I did. What, she said, what, 37? 32. 30, 32? Uh, 30-something. I think she said 37. I don't remember what she said, but I know her. I've been in her bedroom, we're talking. <laughs> and she tell me her, and then I talk with her, tell her issues. Mm-hmm. 
she works, she have a good job, she spend her money doing, you don't, the word is you don't, um, in the generation now you have some people there, the word that I use this morning, I use it to you, you, you should. Spendable, some, some wow, it was a crazy word. It wasn't even, I never heard the word that you used. Some wow, it was, I don't know what it was. Those words are a good word, you. I use the word, you. I want to find my the word, but it's not coming. It's not coming right now. Or it's not coming right now. You'll, you'll figure, it'll come to you, though. It has to come because you have words right now in our church. That's why the church is empty. Mm-hmm. They're running all over the place. Why do you think they're running? Where are they running from? They're, when they are being used, they cannot. They don't want to come around, and they just upset, full of obsession. And every church you will find it, they are upset because they are being deceived. Deceived by who exactly? By the men in the church, or just deceived by the overall by, message? Deceived, not the message. The message can't deceive them. The message can't deceive them. <laughs> Why the church is empty? They are run. They they are deceived by men who they want. Who they're, they're loving the men and the men just taste them like, like <laughs> just taste them and, and keep it pushing they just they just move on right after and move and gone and mind somebody else so mm. they, it's only god let them do mad sometimes they, don't. God let them do mad. <laughs> they, they they just light up in their bed and then crack it up <laughs> And they're not moving, they're troubled. Right. Because their their expectation don't don't reach what they they don't, what they expected. Right. It don't work. So they had certain expectations set for the man, but those expectations weren't reached. No, because a man would go and test a girl if she's just succumb. And maybe too, she don't have the quality what the man looking for. Mm-hmm. He move on. Honest, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but like, like you just finished saying, what if you meet a girl and she just doesn't have the qualities that you're looking for? Well, you if, just move on. That's right. If you if so that girl, if that girl in a right man and hook on Jesus, it wouldn't make you use him. <laughs> so when you. But you should, you should go into research. You should, when you are dating, you should observe speech. You should her observe um. You should observe the word. I know the word. Mannerisms. Mannerism. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the word. You should observe who are you dealing with. If you if you go under full rules. If you are going to, you, the, 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 uh, you have to see the person have to have some quality, some character. Morals. Moral character. Right. That you, you like the person for, the, for who you are. Sometimes the person don't have your skill, but the person have another skill, which can compatible. Because you don't have to be a lawyer and the wife have to be a teacher or a nurse. You can have quality. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to have a big career for you to be a, a virtuous person. Right. Is what you're saying. That's Proverbs thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Go back and read Proverbs thirty-one. It give you virtue. What a virtuous man will do. Mm-hmm. You get it. But some men, 
want equality of of virt of, of character and virtuous and if they are not a lawyer they don't want that one and if they are not a uh, a teacher you know i think no nah, i think I, I see see to go against it i think it's different i think it's the other way around i think if a woman meets you and, she, and you don't you don't have a lot of money or if you're not driving a nice car she doesn't want you and that's stupid <laughs> why, why is that why is that stupid to you it's foolishness why why do you why do you say that because you can accumulate as you go along you, mm. you can grow you, you you can you can deal with somebody and grow together is what you're saying yes right but that woman in your mind only want things. She only want material. Okay, she only want material things. things. Material things is stupidness. What's the danger of, 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 of chasing material things? You don't have no Jesus in you. <laughs> and your mother fight with Holy Wild, but she's loving. That's my daughter. Right. All my children. We were very poor and they have good moral. They can cook. They can wash. They can clean. They stand up. Stand up individuals. Quality yeah, people. They are good. You raise my some pretty good people. Good children. Right. They here. They they semi. I don't. My children are good children. They are classic children. They know <laughs> classic how to dress. Children. They know how to do things. They cook. They wash. What? They. They don't see that. I would. I don't want them to be like me. In what in, sense? In a sense. In a sense, mean. My character is higher than their character right now. <laughs> but you older than them. Your character is supposed to be high. I understand. That. Okay. But step up a little bit for me now. <laughs> you are up. different from your sister. All right, we're not doing that right now. We're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to throw? <laughs> and I talk to her. And when when she get the point, she's silent and she leave me. She. We are, me and you is closer than, than than your sister. Because she asked me certain questions. <laughs> Yo, where did it get to? How did it get to? This? I get, get that. <laughs> nonetheless, though, I realized that out of all the pictures here, my sister and I are in front of everybody. On every single nightstand, we're in front of everybody. So you must like us the best. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what I do, what I reach out to my granddaughter, I didn't have the time, I didn't have the ability to reach her because I was sick. Mm-hmm. And I talked to her and when, but what I'm only saying, I love her, but, well, she's young. I don't handle her from young, but so many things wrong. You guys, just, you guys just see life differently, and that's, that's also okay. That's understandable. And then she asked me some questions, and I said, let me tell you, your daddy's whole and your mother is whole. Who you think will take up responsibility for you after sending you to college and you do that, and you may act such foolishness? <laughs> no, nah, I, I think I think oftentimes because you're a funny person, so we like asking these foolish questions no, to get she a funny the question, answer. So she get my since she get it to get the reaction. She get the reaction from me. I'm gonna be doing that a lot today. So she changed that. She, she don't. She get the message. Mm -hmm. She wanted to ask me if I would love her, and then when I, I said I love everybody, anybody, but why would you choose to do such thing? And lose your freedom. <laughs> Wait, so so staying on the topic of marriage, right? All right no, I'm there. not going there. No, 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 we going there. Stay, stay on the topic of no, marriage. No, I have to finish this statement that I'm reading to you. How, how long are we gonna read that for? All right, let's do. Let's let's record this and then we'll finish reading the statement. How about that? No, but that? look here. I <laughs> I want to show you the narrative of faith, courage, and that the person 
in every walks of life, mm-hmm. you have to make good choices. Right. Life is about decisions. Yes. Okay. And if you are going a road and you will take advice, and the and you, when I talk, I don't know what you are doing, but I am giving you experience and advice in order for you to be on a narrow road or on a straight road. On a straight road, right. But sometimes, if you don't want to be willing to listen, that's another thing. I mean, I feel like it's it's harder though. It's harder for us nowadays to be on the straight and narrow. It's a lot of distractions. How you know? Because you are not going in the world. When you go in the world and believe the world, you're going to ask God to help you to stay in touch with the world. Mm-hmm. Yet you're a sinner. You can sleep, but you're most conscious of the sleeping. Yes, it's easier to slip. It's easier to slip and keep slipping nowadays than it was for you when you were growing up. Though you didn't no. have this. You didn't have this phone when you was growing up. Never, but your dad said to me, I can't talk. I don't get Your dad said, why I don't take the package? What, pa- said, what package? The TV package? It, Optimum would give me their package. Right. I said, they're going to knock out. And I know. I don't, they will knock out all my religious <laughs> program. <laughs> and put in their stupidness. I said to your father right there, oh my, but you have, you have things there that you can watch, mm-hmm. which is not a f- spiritual things. It's there already. So what other things is there? I don't interest it. Mm. So let me ask you a question. At no point in time were you ever interested in anything that was not quote unquote spiritual. Come back to you. I would watch Archie Bachi, uh, Archie Bunker show. Okay. I would watch some Golden Girls, <laughs> but not. I always wa- I would watch what. I would watch some good some show Some good talk. program, right. Some talk shows, and sh- yeah. Yes, but pornography, I don't watch. I, I know about pornography. <laughs> pornography. Pornography. Right. Might Yo, they said, they said 70% of the internet is pornography. Yes, pornography. That's what I'm saying, though. You didn't have those distractions when you were younger. Like, the, the men in your generation didn't have those but distractions. They have they couldn't just They couldn't just go in the bathroom and, and look up you some pornography on their phone. They have books. They have a lot of books, the comic books, them. Mm-hmm. They have I could be reading it. But well when I when I come to know there are some things even sex I was it was foolish. But my uncle would tell me if a man meet you and would want to have a relationship because I read, you have to come and tell him. You could go and have a relationship. It depends. But I Wait, if a, if a man wanted to have a relationship with you, we have to go back and let your uncle know that he wanted yes. to have a relationship with you. Yes. Okay. And then, I don't know for that point how much guidance, but he has already given me guidance. Mm-hmm. He talked to me. So I was always never want to get pregnant or go to a man that a man would have sex with me. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to have a child. Nothing, not that I wouldn't think of my... And, how would I manage? Wait, so how, how old do you how old were you around this time when your uncle told you these things? I was taught to I was between 14, 15, 16. Oh, so young and you where you where were you living around this time? This is where? In Jamaica. Where in, Jama- where in Jamaica? In Salt Spring. It was Salt popular. Spring. Populated and it was and we were not brought up to go to dance. 
Because I used to go to summer school at the Hurley Hills. Right, so wait, so let me get some straight. You guys are living in Soul Spring. Who are you living with at the time? Your three brothers? My three brothers, and I was the mother for them. For I them. was mature, but I was living, that's why I'm so rigid. I was living with my aunt or my uncle. So you were living with your aunt and your uncle. My mother wasn't there your, to, to give me direction. Right, you were living with your aunt and your uncle, and you were then forced to grow up at an early age. And be the mother of your three brothers is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, while still yes, because my mother leave to look work because, and the the my father didn't marry to my mother, mm -hmm. and take another woman. So all these things I I didn't maybe mature to see a lot of things, but I could see some things. You were able to understand these things. Yes, so I age. was very much concerned of the cantagorous life when the word cantagorous. <laughs> No, no help. Mm -hmm. So from an early age, you realize, okay, this is not the lifestyle I want to live when right. I have my kids. Yes. Okay. And I would tell, I would, and your father, no, I would instill in them, go and go for higher education. I am on the list of education. When I see somebody, I would impress them. This is how you have to, do. even now you hear my speech to this woman. She's just a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I would tell her to go for the goal. Do reach whatever. For the goal. Reach for the goal. Reach for the goal or go for it. Right. You know? So I am like, God has made me some type of way. And I have my family history. Mm -hmm. I always, I don't know, the Lord made me. And I, even <laughs> one day, a guy, he's a married man, and come to me once want to disturb me if you have sex with me wait where, where was this this was back in jamaica yes around the same 1468 yes so how did you handle that when he pulled up on you asking but asking i want to tell my grandmother right away yes but my grandmother's stupid <laughs> he should not go meet confront the man he should only give me instructions right so wait, what happened after you told your grandmother what did she do she go and approach the man and the said man what <laughs> and then the man it was so from that day until now, uh -huh. I don't, if somebody approach me, I handle it. I have never gone and tell my grandmother, which is my mother, mother, mm -hmm. nor my mother, no. Because you realize that it just made more sense for you to handle situations on your own. You would make debt for the man upset and, uh, I mean, I know what, it, maybe you would have killed, but I don't go to their place. It was, I could go to their place and they could come to me. But in younger days, men want to, the same thing that is happening, men want to have sex, you call it rape, and want to think with your girl, child, and all do these things. Mm -hmm. Early age, I learned. So I go and tell my grandmother, she was still a small Hilton, right. how much Joe, I remember that man, he was Joe, whatever, want to, tell, want to have sex. In intimacy with me because I was I was knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. My grandmother go ask them, go approach the man. <laughs> the man could have shoot me and killed me because I could have killed Olia. I'll do me hurt. Right. But my grandmother never. I was more knowledgeable, so from that day, I don't carry no message to nobody. Mm. And maybe I was between fourteen, fifteen. If I was so old, I don't remember. Right. So. How much older were you than you? How much older than you than? <clears throat> how much older are you than your brothers? Because if you were about 14, 15, you had to be their mother. How old? They was about like nine, ten around that Maybe time. Maybe in the 16, 17, I, when I leave them, I 
I was in my teen, but we learned to do washing, cleaning, and everything. Mm-hmm. Our parents, we learned to cook at a early age and do do um, as you would call it, their um, domestic. Domestic work, housework. Housework, yes. And you said you guys weren't raised to go to dances and stuff like that. And then they have popular dance club. And so wait, so how were you guys socializing with people if you if you weren't allowed to go to dances? We tell, we would say good morning to people and we would talk to strangers mm. like people in the district. In the district, in the neighborhood. But you don't have to go to a dance to socialize with people because you can. So there was big dance hall in here, and a friend of mine, Eleanora Grover, whoever, they were a little loose more. <laughs> we would go rush up there. Maybe they have a big play, things going on, right. dancing. And we'd go and peep through and see what they dance and different things. But I never danced. Mm-hmm. I will look. And then we would have to rush back home. When I was in the night, we didn't go to bed earlier. I don't remember how. But we, we, we so looked. you never felt like you was missing out? My mother was there. It's like we were, we were not under that much protection, but we were all already told by my uncle. That's Delma Hicks' father. Right. I know you're talking about. Yes. He, te- he gave me, he, and still my mother ignorant. <laughs> I was maybe between 13, 40. I don't even know about man. I never gone to no man or nothing. No man attacked me. Mm-hmm. And I have period rolling because my blood come out. You have people come out in clot. So I was rolling pain, pain. And my mother come and look at me and says, man, trouble me. Oh, Lord. I never not, forget that. <laughs> not, not knowing that this is the time where she's supposed to explain to you is what's happening something? to your body, right? Is that something? Right. And I, and I, and they were ignorant. Right. Wait, so let me ask you a question. Was it, was it common for like men to prey on younger women back then? Yes. Very common. Yes, very common. So who would who would get the blame when that in a situation like that? Because it seems like your great like like Grandma Marie was trying to put the blame on you automatically. Uh-huh. So what, is it that the once the men would now prey on these young girls, the young girls would now be yeah. even blamed for them even getting preyed on in the first place? Uncle Simi was uh, he was a street guy, right? Before him accept Christ, so he invited me to summer school for he accepted third angels message, right? But he began to. Lecture to me, he gave me lecture because he was a street guy, like you said. Yes, he knew the vibe from Tom. Yes, and he and I was I lived with them, and I was growing up as a young girl. So he lectured to me and tell me all the, the routes. And he has a big lecture book, and he tell me and say, Well, it's any day you get, he told me, he told me vice versa. Mm-hmm. So for if you make a man get you pregnant, then you'd. He said you'd have to leave. Leave and, leave and go where, though? No way. That's people put out their kids. So that was common to happen back then? Common, yes. This is like, to paint a picture, this is like the 1940s in Jamaica. They were in the early 40s, yes. And if you got pregnant at a young age, it was you automatically to, just putting put, you out. There are some parents who would, 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 would let you stay. Mm-hmm. Some parents put you out to go back to the man. Mm. But there are some parents who don't let you to the children, tell them nothing. So when the children goes out there to make the mistakes, it's just... They don't. They don't have no mercy. 
They don't know what is mercy. Mm -hmm. But my uncle Leo thinks. So if you as a young child would want to choose a, a way for, and then I was taught, I don't know where I get that, but you don't beg man no money. You don't beg no money. Mm -hmm. I was taught not to be begging. I don't know how I get it, but. That's just how you were brought up. Yes, and I teach my children they don't beg. They are very, all the children, although they are independent, they would work, they are work alcoholic. <laughs> work alcoholic. But Yo. although you work alcoholic, work just, <laughs> you, you, you work because you want to be independent to have what you need. Mm -hmm. The man, ha you have to find a man who would know what is to take care of a woman to say, well, this is X for them, sharing. You have some men don't know what is, and when I, when I happen to, to, to start life, it was a wrong course as I was sharing some of the experience with you, mm -hmm. because I was, I wasn't agree, I, I said I was raped. Raping is, you never consent, mm -hmm. but because somebody fight, you have to have sex, and I didn't, you didn't have, you don't have to have a discharge. But you are mature to have a child, so his permit yours inside that you conceived. That was how Sarah conceived. Mm. It was, and I blame myself. Why did I stand up to have argument with you after I see heathen and you say, "Oh, you don't want your auntie to come and see you," and then you, it's a lot of, and then I, I, I said, "Listen, you, you fight the man to get away from him. It's somebody you know, mm -hmm. so you didn't." You didn't trade up the person, but you're not expecting the person to, to force you into sexual situation. Right. But it happened. That's why when I grow my children, I do not send them to sports with nobody. Wait, so, so let me ask you a question. When, when Auntie Sarah was conceived, right, what did you go back and tell your mother? How, was the, how, did, how did that, how, when Sarah was conceived, right? My what, mother wasn't with me. I was alone by myself in life memory. So around this, how, how, how old were you around this time when this happened? Between 19 to 20. 1920. You weren't living with your uncle and aunt anymore. Somebody. You was by yourself. By myself struggling for my life. So how did you, like, how did that make you feel afterwards? Like, did you feel lost? Did you feel... Was lost. It, you just felt lost. Lost. How did you find your way? Because I always connect with Jesus and I cry out and call to him. So... Uh, I'll give you an experience. Right. I was in Southern Manchester. No. I was in Southern Manchester. And I leave Southern Manchester and go back home. Supposed to have come. I was I was a member of the church, baptized. So I go home and I, what did I do? So I couldn't, st then, and, and you have other guys now who were grown up together. And I was in my 1920s here. I was 19, about 1920. So I leave from Southern Manchester. Those that were trained, go back to Montego Bay, leave Montego Bay, running all over the place. Running all over the country. Yes. Trying to, just trying to make ends meet. Yes. And, we're, and, this and then I, and then I'm not going to destroy the child. 
So even though it was conceived by Ray, you still didn't want to destroy it. Right. What What in you decided? I don't know what. Well, just... I did have a. I I was connected with the Lord Jesus at some point, but I was only running for safety. Right. At this point, you were just afraid. You didn't know what to do. You had nobody to. Turn and to. I'm. I was shame of my pregnancy state. Right. And mind you. A couple of years before that, your uncle told you that if you were ever to get pregnant, right? You but have that to time, I lived Salt Spring when I was sixteen. When you were sixteen, then I, then my brothers them start. Oh, life was. Oh, my life was a mess. <laughs> I, but I didn't. I wasn't running over with sex, no, no. Mm-hmm. But just not having a a shelter. Mm. So where were you living? I leave my uncle house with his wife. Mm-hmm. Going to meet my mother now. My mother was grazery. Leave us. His brother, his brother, the man that gave us, give my mother children is my uncle brother. The man that gave your mother children is your uncle's brother. Then my father and my father is brother. Mm-hmm. So my mother gone to another con- another state. To make life with somebody call her. She mother grandma do like good figures. Mm-hmm. She's a good figure. She's good with brain. numbers, word. Yeah, she do calculate she she could sell. Right, and that's why she was always remember she was always always easy for her to remember phone numbers and stuff like that too. Even yes. in her later years. She's a good calculator. She she she, she when we was sending for the children in Jamaica, we don't get no lawyer. Mm-hmm. Me and she make out the paper and she she write very good. Very good. And she do figures, maths. She was a maths woman. And her, her mother didn't marry. Neither she get her children, different men, and mm-hmm. all that. I have that in my brain. Right. So, so you saying this is something that, not that it it's, runs in the family. It not run there, but it's because of the bad. The bad habits that was going on in that time. Yes, and then it was, just, it was, a, it was maybe, repeated generation maybe after generation. Maybe my my grandmother mother died, so. Says you know people never get to train people the right. There's nobody to really raise them and give them guidance. Right, things happen. But I learn, I learn a lot of things at home. So when I leave my uncle and my aunt, no protection was there. Nobody not giving me a tra- a skill. Me get leave school. Me not even get to read. But some days me go to school. Some days me can't go. No shoes on my foot. Close, you know what happened? <laughs> Down here, up here, after close would wear off. Right, which is the shoulder area. And they would, my auntie would, and I wouldn't do that. The skirt what left, they would turn it into a chemise and make dress. <laughs> that's how that's how real it was. That's huh? how that's how hard it was. Yes. Tom, that's how hard it was. What you call it? I said that's how hard it was. You, could, yes. you had to make clothes out of whatever you but had. But she shouldn't have to do They should reach out and spend. Mm-hmm. And she was, a, she was a mean wife. My, so I turned to my uncle and said, turn to she and say, could you please let me go to sewing to learn to sewing so that I have a skill. Right. She said, oh, the husband don't have no money. And that was weird. Right. Because you were just a, a young girl who just wanted to develop a skill. And I cry. I think I cried to God. Right. I find myself. 
go into a cane piece and to have prayer there every day and talk to God. And I developed that characteristic. From a young age? From a young age. You, do you think you developed it more so because of the struggles that you the went struggles. through? In your early life? Or? Yes. I have a, and I was, and I'm rigid. With, rigid with, in what sense? With principle. Rigid as, as, in, as in tough, tough skinned. Rigid with my, with principle. If my daughters them <laughs> was not abiding and I hit them real good. <laughs> but I wouldn't hit no more because the grace cover me more. <laughs> but I beat them. Is. I beat them with all my energy. <laughs> because I want them not to be stupid, not to abide, right. to it was, obey. It was, it was all out of love though at the end of the day. Yes. And I would bathe them, wash them, brush their teeth. They, they, <laughs> They, they looked like they were in America and they weren't in America. Right, so you did your best to make sure that they were living they know that. as best as possible. And I would tell them, I do, especially to leave, I do not want them to be a whole... You know what's a whole zinc pan is? What, what is that? Beat out. <laughs> I literally used to eat that word. You just used to... <laughs> they know that. There was a lot of examples of that around okay. them growing up. Yeah. I, and then when they would see their schoolmate, the schoolmate wrecked because there was no guidance for them. There was no guidance in their home. So when I was back home, people my people loved me because I give them experience. Mm -hmm. So this attitude of talking is not only since I come to New York. It's something that you had. I remember. I remember last time we were speaking, you said that at some point in your teens you were a coal porter, which is pretty much going from house to house, door to door, and selling yeah. and selling religious books to people. And before that. I was on a missionary. I was always with the same man, tell my mother. I tell him, I would like to go with you. Right, because what, what was he doing? This is your uncle now. What was he doing? What, what type of work was he doing? He's a carpenter. Bill, he can make razor posts. He's a carpenter. Uh -huh. Carpenter and he make anything. And you were anything. saying that you would always ask him to go and work with him? No. He, he do carpenter work. Mm -hmm. Trevor was busy military. But he used to be an zeal to tell somebody about Jesus. Right. So we would walk, and I was like maybe 13, 14. Mm -hmm. But I chose to want to go with him on a Sunday to go far places. But I didn't know. I see him only talk to people. But I don't know. But I want was to go to college myself. West mm. College. And I would have to. I was on my way to pay my own tuition to do everything for myself. So what happened? Why didn't you? Why did you get the because opportunity? Because that's go? where I got. I was canvassing, and that's where the guy. And then, that's where the guy. And then the guy come to America, as they know him, and so I said, I don't want to meet him. Mm -hmm, right. I don't want to see him. I don't, I don't hate him, but you just don't want to have anything to do no. with him. Have would you say that you? But he said. <laughs> he said that to somebody else. I was very, oh, I don't tell lies, I practice, and I don't talk stories. Right. So I make, I, I, I take care of myself. I would buy nice slippers. So my children them have a gist from me. I would buy, so there was this guy in, um, not, what do you tell him, Manchester, what I said, the place name. Yeah. So they're in Manchester. He was a shoemaker, so I went there once. So this girl... No, the Harriet family. 
So the girl was to me, I said, one morning, where you coming from? I said, I'm coming from my boyfriend. Me don't no boyfriend. That's what you told her? Yes. <laughs> Why did you tell her that? Just, I'm full of humor. Right. <laughs> I have a lot of humor in me. Right. You call it G. So that girl would go back and tell the Ariad family that Mr. May have a boyfriend. So when I find myself pregnant after the guy, we have a fight and he, he, he tried to abort me and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was upset because, but I didn't know I was going to get pregnant. I was looking for my period. So I was so troubled that I would never try to grow my children to that. You can't go out on a tour with friends. Some friends would sink you and you hang out with somebody, carry you to, you know, say, so let's go to Hope Garden or let's go to Brooklyn. And the person like you, but you never know what will happen. Mm-hmm. I give them instruction like that. So you're saying that hanging I, out, hanging hang out, hang out. Would you say that hanging out with certain friends is what is what led to that situation overall? Or? No, generally sometimes you go with friends and you have a motivation to go forward. But your friends is not is a so-called friend you could call. It's not a truth with friend. Right, because you're not going to always know what your friends are thinking or what their intentions are. Right, they wouldn't protect you. Right. For right now, you go to college, even if you go to college, and you meet some friends, but you, you, you elevate yourself. And before you know it, you, you pass and have degree, and then they will see the other person that kill them. You don't know how the setting goes. You get dead. It depends the friend you choose. You have to, that's why I always tell you. Friend kill friend. Yes. I always say, are you going to flat with flat, which is a dangerous place? And you can invite your friends to come to worship with you at your church. And you met them. If they come to your house, you won't do them no harm. But you don't know what they have in their heart about you. Mm. For you are progressing for success. And some of them sell marijuana. Some of them have their girlfriend. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with selling some marijuana. And they draw you down into their... They would pull you down. And if you're not coming with them... They get rid of your party. So, so I so what type of people would you surround yourself with growing up? Did you did you ever find yourself in a situation where you were around women who didn't want to see you succeed, and in turn they were trying to pull you back or hold you back? Uh, yeah, I meet. We were we have friends that were partner partner, but they are not truthful partners. I mean, oh, I would be truthful in. We were. I heard of that we were doing um like we me and you live and we did I was paying rent or no we are, we get boarding. People just in southern Manchester whilst you are doing mission for Jesus, mm-hmm. people just put you up in the house. But we would have I I would buy a, a carton of milk so you me and you use it. Right. You you wouldn't go and buy a carton of milk, me, me and you use it. It was things, little small things like that. Yes. Right. We buy oh, um, cereal. My cereal finished because both of us use it, but there's none replacement that me and you would use. Right. So, so how, how, so how do you, so somebody in their like early 20s now, in 2018, 20, well, it's 2019 now, actually. How would you tell deal them, how, yeah, how would you deal with that? Like maneuvering and, and I, figuring I, I, and figuring out who's your real friends and who isn't, because that's I, that's the big I'm thing. I'm not gonna buy no more cereal for making me. No, no, no. Forget, forget the cereal. Forget oh. the cereal. Cause well, I mean, things like oh. that happen all the time in college. Though. You're oh, right. You oh, live oh, with somebody okay, and they okay, don't okay. want to. With that page. friend, 
I wouldn't go and tell you who you are. I just be ordinary. Because you have to have a heart to deal with people. No, but I'm saying, how would you even know? How would you be able to discern who's a good friend from who isn't? Yeah, the spirit of, you got wisdom. You have to have wisdom. Ask the, you see the, you see the behavior of the person. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, you really have to observe their behavior. Behavior. And that is in dating too. Behavior, if you're a good person in attitude, Mm -hmm. we are dating to know each other. Sometimes the person will crack a joke with you and they don't mean it. They want to see how you react. How you react, yeah. If you are upset and you are ignorant, sometimes you could be cool and cover up, mass, mass it over. Because you study, you to study about behavior, so you have a fault, but you, you try to be easy. And yet when you're married, it just reloads itself. Right. So you think a lot of times, or would you say a lot of times, while people are dating or in the dating stages, they're not really being themselves because they just want to impress the person. And then by the time you get married to that person, it's too late. They start showing their true colors yeah, and it's too late. It happened in the church and outside too. Mm-hmm. But if you, ha- you have to f- find out if that person sometime, if you are in Jesus, if you are, in, if you are following the principles of God's word, you would be real. Right. So, so what's your definition of dating though? The definition of dating? Your, no, your definition. What would you call dating? Because I think what you would call dating and what we would call dating now is probably two different things. Dating is not to shack up. <laughs> what's, what's shacking up? Maybe shacking up as in you living with somebody. That's that's um. No, that is one type of shack up living with somebody. But some people they're kissing up. You could a you could you could deal with a depends how far your dating gone into. When you're dating, reach a climax mm-hmm. of that you're going to get married. You could, you could, you could kiss the birds if I, the marriage will be soon be. Wait, we have some straight. So when you first start dating, there's no kissing. Is what you saying? You, you shouldn't be kissing. Well, my, I wasn't dating. I wasn't in a dating settings. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It was different for you. Yeah, but the real. If I would, if I was hoping to have a real dating, you get that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a real dating, but I know what is dating. So my my downfall, it was erratic. You have passion, want to have sex. You may like the girl, yes, but you go at it in a wrong way. What do you mean by that? You just want to have sex with the girl, maybe to control, for you're not sure if the girl going to agree with you. You get me? I I get it, but my, so so. Sometimes, but in my days, that guy want you like the girl, but you don't sure if the girl would be just you, you get him. You want to have sex. You don't even care. Mm-hmm. Want to, if you in your thought if you get her pregnant, then she would stay with you. So, uh, forget the pre- skip that. Save that for now. I'm talking about say what? Now when I say save that, I mean like because I'm not you're not thinking to try to get somebody pregnant. At least I don't know. I'm I'm not. In your early, like you're not you're not going around having sex with girls trying to get multiple women pregnant. What if you're in a position, right? You're a young man, you don't really want a relationship, you don't really want a quote unquote girlfriend. You just want to have sex with that person. Not right. Why not? What's wrong with that? It's wrong. You're not you're not practicing the Jesus method. <laughs> What's the Jesus method? Of your the Jesus method. You should 
if any man be in Christ, First Corinthians 15, you, you, when you accept Christ, mm -hmm. if you are mature enough to have sex with a woman, then you have to, to be like you then now, put you in this spot. You have a job, you are mature enough to, to have some money saved, you have a house for yourself, or how would you pay for rent and all these things? Mm -hmm. You have to have that in consideration. Why would you want, at your age now, you're ready to have sex, for sex is the only media. If you was feeding on the word of God enough right. and understand it, even when morality and whatever, but you have to consider the consequence behind sex. I mean, if what's the consequences? You, you beat out yourself, number one. <laughs> having sex all over. You're not ready to marry. And you're in danger. Well, you call it, you might buy condom, you might buy this to prevent it, but some, you might, the girl who you're having sex with, maybe she loves you. Maybe if you don't use condom, condom can birth you, maybe you have a child with that girl. You don't even search, you don't even get to search out that woman good. Right. And they see you don't see a baby mother. And you have baby for you, and you know you don't want that baby. Then you want your pit if you grow up. It's just a lot of it's a lot. But I'm I'm so so how so how should a young man or a young woman maneuver through that period of their life where it's like yo I'm not so ready to, I, I'm I'm not ready to get married, but, but I want to start dealing with the with, the with other your people. Heat, the way how you heat, the heating habit, gear you up to to have that passion of. Of sexual drive. So it's in a diet, for, is what you're saying. You got to watch Dieting your diet first. is good, but at the same time, your mind should not be geared up in the flesh. Mm. It's It may be hard. Well, go and it's get hard. A it's difficult. Go and get a shower. <laughs> what does the shower do for you? Cleanse yourself. Go, <laughs> go, go exercise. <laughs> and come back and read. I, I'm and, hearing that, bro. But, but, and but, pray. Pray. Well, pray, pray that the Lord will sustain him with his knowledge. Well, sex is better than exercise, though. Sex is a, sex is one part of exercise, but not in a woman, not to ejaculate into a woman. <laughs> so you gotta pull out. Well, whatever you want, do you? It's up to you and your God and your relationship with whatever. I don't know. Do you do you think the the idea of was so when you were growing up, was marriage and monogamy co a common thing? Well, people live with the, people get boyfriend and they live and they have children, and some of them don't even marry them. And some of them is being destroyed. Some of them, the man just leave them with the picnic, them they didn't visit with them again. I have seen a maybe Saul, she is a good, she could read well and she could do math. And this guy give him so much pity, and we never know if they didn't marry me. I know what I'm for me not hearing him. Mm -hmm. And they never married. The mother was Miss Lucy. The boy always never. But but they had a good relationship though. Well, is what you're saying? Pitney. But but they but they still had a good relationship. Is what you you're saying? You don't know what happened to that city. From that I'm I'm at my heat. I'm not here. But I yeah. know. Few years when I went to him, she never married. You don't know what happened. And she have so much children, and out of wedlock and. But you have people who, young girls grow up, and some of them married, and some of them, 
them no marry them, they destroy, they just demand them, they have children and they just go back to them normal, just to living single Right, so, so now, so, so speak directly to the young women now, right? How, how should they avoid constantly getting ran through by different men? The young women then? Yeah, because it's not, because it's, it's difficult though, it's not, I ain't gonna sit here and lie and tell you it's easy. <laughs> it's difficult on both, on both ends of the but spectrum. But you know, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I never have a ego. I was all doing cultural work. I never have a ego for man. Right, but it's, but not everybody was able to have the guidance of an uncle to pull them to the side and, and give but them... But my uncle told me, but I was by myself for years, up and But down. at the end of the day, your uncle told you, though. You feel me? He told my you that. My uncle told me that, yes, but... Although he told me... I I don't know what kept me, but I... What my, kept you is his is his wisdom from an early age. Like, so how do, you, how do you now... What would you say to the people who didn't have that uncle... Or that father guidance guidance because that's important that's essential but if you don't have that person that put that I in your look, ear from a young age then i looked at, i looked at if i don't i tell you i tell daniel that i said listen stay in your mother house until let them tell you to leave but they are not going to tell you to leave <laughs> i don't know if i tell you that but don't be ready to finish college so you're going to roam all over and Make yourself be stupid, and you leave your father out. I said, stay right there. I never sh- rush out none of my children. They they reach a point to leave. Mm-hmm. And then I warned them of the danger with many things. I think what stopped leading is in our gap. <laughs> I she was always want to go away to meet never different men. I say you want to tell me you're going to wreck your life and be like a whole zinc pan mushroom? <laughs> Yo, what? And I guess, I, I don't know what stop at well, whatever. I guess, and I don't know because so she turned to her job and doing that. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I talked to them and I speak to Trevor also. But there was a time in Trevor's life, I think he was dating somebody and then I don't know. May I don't know what's what's working out, but then I don't know. I don't remember if I don't know what. Sometimes they don't talk, and I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you say what would I say to to the to the young ladies now? I believe a young lady should connect. If if you accept Jesus, when you're outside of Jesus, you you do anything. Right, it's clipped for you. It's quiet for you outside. Of but Jesus. when you are in Jesus, you should take instruction. I so I so. Let's go. Let's do this instead. For those, for, for everybody, right? Everybody's not as religious as you are, right? Everybody. Yeah, some it's people a just. Process. I know some people just don't believe in religion. They just don't believe in God. I know, and even the church. Some people don't have my. I have a lot of friends, and some of my friends is just because. I just tell them all. Some of them have. They already. I would say, I cannot put my foot in your foot because some of them is educated, and I'm not. I'm educated. You don't have Jesus. the the formal education, though. Yeah. Formal education, some of them have, and they are as stupid as stupid. <laughs> and their attitude, and they are in the church. Mm-hmm. Their behavior, they don't even know how to 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 deal with their one another. Mm-hmm. Miserable. Some people don't know how to communicate with each other. Communicate, and some of them to go on and and some of them take a man, the man not taking care of them, harassment. And they are still in the church. And there were big women and men when they come back, woman 
but the desperate, you were desperate. Desperate is. You're taping me? Yeah. Oh God. Bro, you know he was. You said you knew he was taping this whole time. That's that's that you're gonna put this on forum. <laughs> nah, not for not for, <laughs> not for the church people to hear. You good? Huh? Not for the church people to hear. Desperate. This is strictly for the younger folk. Desperate is like you're just anxious. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even finish college. Where do you think this desperation stems from? I think for my generation, it stems from just like us going on social media every day and constantly seeing like, for example, if you're constantly seeing people getting married all over your social media net, social media accounts, if you're constantly seeing people in relationships, I think for my generation, that stems from us always seeing those images and now us wanting to have that lifestyle. But where do you think for people who didn't have that influence in their life, where do you think that that desperation stems from? Well, when you don't have counseling mm-hmm. and direction you become desperate you just start searching for anything that's what i was this, this young lady what i was talking to her this morning mm-hmm. i try to sure calm your nerves you have a skill and you are progressing in your career what you are doing this is not your time yet to get ma- yeah but she would try this man, and she would try to buy things, do a lot of things, clothing and do things to one the man after. No. You don't do those things. You can you can share gifts. Mm-hmm. But, but when you're sharing gifts to win him, that's where the issue comes in. That's where he should. And material things. Save your money, and the man not giving you anything. Mm-hmm. You would go, and you would take care of the children and you'd give your whole life plus sex and the man don't want you. I don't know for what reason. Mm-hmm. That's just how men are. You know? And when you know that relationship break up, mm-hmm. you know, reach over You know? But I mean, I think some of these relationships, like for example, not... I'm hearing a lot of people say, like for example, my next relationship is going to be my last one. Right? But the, my next relationship is going to be my last one. Meaning, my next relationship is going to lead to me getting married. But I look at it like this. Something to work. Right, but I look at it like this. Why rush to get married when you barely even know yourself, right? That's right. Or why rush to get married to the next person that you meet when the next person you meet could just be a lesson? That's right. That's desperation. You're desperate. The word desperate means you're in a, you, you believe you're waiting to get married is too long. So you develop a, a attitude of may want to get married. What's, what should the attitude be instead? What attitude should you have going into dating instead? You should not be anxious for nothing until it comes your way. Mm. I want to touch on before because we're we, we jumping all over the place, but this is how we talk. <laughs> it's, it's reg for us. Yeah. But just for some continuity for the people listening. I want to go back to, um, let's say... I want to go back to your early 20s, right? This is around the time Auntie Sarah is about like two, three years old now. She's already born and you're struggling to make ends meet for your first. Just You only have one child at this moment. You're struggling to make ends meet. You're a single mother living in the countryside of Jamaica in the 1940s. Well, look here. When I, okay, when I get financially pregnant, I begin to run all over. 
that's when I meet up these children father. Mm. And so what did he do for you in that moment? You were pregnant at this time is what you're saying. He didn't do nothing. No, for I'm me. saying when I say what did he, when I say what he did for you like as far as emotional support because this is a very this was a very difficult time for you. Right? I was yeah 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 you're pregnant with a child that you didn't plan to have and you're running around looking for all of the help that you can't really f- seem to find and you run you meet this man who ends up you guys get married one day, right? This this and nah, I whatever, it doesn't matter. So you end up meeting this guy who you fall in love with, right? What you don't did fall he... in love with <laughs> you just go for security you just go for com- security. Because I was going to a place to meet a cousin of mine at another area. Mm-hmm. Like you say in you don't know Jamaica, like you say go in Maryland. Mm-hmm. I'm headed with the bus and the bus leave me. I missed that bus, so I asked this guy, the bus to Treadwear left. So uh, there's no bus going to Treadwear for that day. Mm-hmm. That you, miss, you missed that one bus. <laughs> and that sparked a, a friendship. But I I don't know. The Lord gave me some courage. Mm-hmm. Courage to do what? To be strong, not to fret, not put my hand on my jaw. Because I was even when you get pregnant, I was always on a praying harder. An assurance. What I did, I was trying to make, I would make all provision. I said, I'm not going to destroy the child. I find myself pregnant, but I'm running all over. But if I could find a whole lady, I would go and stay by them. I would be in the house. Because you felt like if you were, if you were with an older lady and her husband, no, they would take care of you. No, but I didn't want to face my country. I leave my country running all over. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back to my country. I want was to look um, in an hiding place. Oh, when you said you left your country, you left your, your party. You left um, Salt I, Spring. Bef- before I pregnant, I leave at 16 with my mother. Then my mother, the men them that my mother have want to have a relationship with me. And... It didn't work that time. I didn't have no children. Mm-hmm. So I leave my mother's house and I end up live with a church lady who says they were Adventists in another, in a clarinet. I used to pray three times that they go to a, leave their house nearby and go to a place and pray. Mm-hmm. Then I am to go back again to my mother's house now. And there was the time I used to be maping. There was the time that I getting this man that he has, she has. Want to want? I yes, I guess. Yes, yes. Want to rape me again? But that that time I never have no children. Right. So. I finally were in May pen. Then I go and take a course in Calcutta work. And where was I that time? Maybe that was the time I go and live with that strange lady. Mm-hmm. That was that. From that lady, I went with another older lady that we lived together and we're doing Bible work and all like that. Right. And what happened there? 
Oh, that was the time now, and that after I leave that lady, me and a girl named Scott, I head up, how oh, I get to Southern Manchester? That time I was in Clarendon, and I, I don't remember where I get to Southern <laughs> Manchester. But, but you I, found your way. I went, I, and what, I get to Southern Manchester. When you, when you finally got there, what was that like? And when I get to was Southern it a feeling Manchester, of relief when you find you in your twenties now? Yes. And you have this is now you have a kid. And in my twenties, I have Sarah. Right. So how did you feel you finally get to Southern Manchester, right? I don't remember. because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm curious because it's like in your early twenties. I was in the feel of moving around. You just so you so basically what you're saying is in order to cope with this, you you just never stop to think about it. You never took a moment to stop and think about the situation you were in. You just kind of put your head down that, and work. Yeah, to get no, over. that time I never have. No. You just didn't have the time to feel bad for yourself. No, before I have, after I have the child, mm-hmm. there was no culpable work that time. I had culpable work before. Right. So when I get to Southern Manchester, that was the last stage of my culpable situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by this, uh, why you why you that time? Why you doing the call portal work? You're pregnant throughout this whole time, right? No, I never get pregnant. You confuse me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get pregnant in doing call portal work. I was very strong. Head to Southern Manchester, mm-hmm. and that's where I got pregnant. Oh, so uh, this was okay. I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. This is after. So how long did you stay in South in, in Manchester? Did you leave? Did you leave right after the incident happened, or did you stay? When I was in Southern Manchester, no, I. What? Oh, I went back to my home country. Mm-hmm. Because I got pregnant. Also, okay. After it happened, you left to go back to your home country just to kind of find like some refuge, so yes. to speak. But when I go back to my home country, because of my pregnancy, I didn't stay there. Because, like you said earlier, your uncle said if you got pregnant that you, right, you couldn't and live with them. Yes, so I didn't stay. I leave and take train, which was train days, go on the train. And I land in Kingston. And there was a, my grandmother have a son. And I did have the address, know where he was living. Mm-hmm. So when I get there, I begin to tell the woman. Your situation. Situation. How does she react? She never react good for I'm looking a refuge. So how did that make you feel though? I feel lonely out of place, but so and then I write the guy who pregnant me. Mm-hmm. He said that he re- he rejected me. He rejected it. And then that's the time I pick up myself again and take another transportation. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know how I do it. You, so that's what I'm saying. Like throughout that whole moment, like you're just bouncing around, bouncing around, trying to find a refuge. Nobody, I don't know how I nobody listening to you. But somehow you made it. Somehow you got through. I it. don't know how it happened. But would you say? Would you say it was your faith at that time that just kept you? That kept you grounded? Yes, because I was versed in Christ, and I learned different things. Because oh. When I met this guy, I went to his house. But they, they were Adventist parents. I went to his house and I canvassed them and sell them best story from the best book. And, mm-hmm. But 
the guy was versatile maybe he never accept christ that's sarah father but uh, maybe no i don't know oh no from him he didn't meet i didn't meet him again from that day, from that day. but sarah went to london and he did travel to london and he meet sarah was it harder for you to accept her when she was born because of how she was conceived or by that time would you have said would you say no, i accept you, the you child would, that was born of the strength that it was your child you didn't care how how it got here you no didn't i care. care about our rearing no of course what i'm saying is like did, did, did you have any resentment no 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 i don't have i don't hate anybody i just that's that's very difficult that's what i'm saying like, that's, i blame that's very, myself you have some very admirable characteristics i buried myself with my character why did i and i just going back to point here when i went and canvassed him he so it's like i would say well i have to go towards warwick i was on what i have to go sunday i will be at such a place and and what i discover in my understanding to how again that guy went it was a place that he he, he maybe and those people were friends i don't know but he went and stayed at that place mm -hmm. that house i don't know but it come to me and when I reached there, coming from an, from where I was, Scott was a Manchesterian girl, so she went back to our country. I alone was in the field that week. Right. And I didn't see Scott again, that partner of mine. She was a tall girl. I didn't even know what happened. But after, after I leave that place, the next day I was going to Ellen Street someplace, but after leaving Ellen Street, it was like an afternoon. The guy who we canvassed and he was in the Adventist house, he was at that house. So after I leave that house to go to where another port, but I was supposed to stop that evening mm -hmm. in southern Manchester. He come with me and we walk strolling down because he has a pl I don't know, I didn't think of his plan. And we talk and this and that. But I should, you stand up with him at certain point, and his argu argument, you know, my argument on him wasn't matching because, so I'm moving and going, and he, you know, he wants to talk to you and this. And it's really, at this experience, I've even have to say about the experience what I gained, it wouldn't happen again, but it's like, you have principle, mm -hmm. you're standing up, you know, so that's 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 the trap of the enemy. So when I got pregnant there now, um, where I stopped now in Southern Manchester, that's the place that I'm going to stay. I leave and head for what did I? Oh, I had what did I do? Maybe I think I go back to my hometown that time with the pregnancy, and leave my hometown again. Go to Kingston, and the woman never want to. My uncle was um, wife didn't want to accept. His daughter's his wife was Selina. I remember Selina Johnson. She never listened to my son. She she would say that it's like they would receive me. Mm. But that time my uncle don't know nothing. But I was sharing it with this woman, her girlfriend. So I. I had and Ed, Ed and another boss, or oh, I saw a letter that a cousin of my grandmother 
live in certain place towards Bagwak, Treadway, whatever. Because when I look at the address, I I know reading and I take the a bus going towards that place. And that's how I meet up with children them father. Mm. Asking him a question. From there, the bus gone. So he said, oh, he's going to introduce me to his sister. Mm-hmm. But at this point, within my heart, my pregnancy never show, but within my heart, I'm looking for refuge. Mm. So I had So you, you were vulnerable at this point? Yeah. You, well, were, you were vulnerable at this point? Yes. Like, yeah. So at this point, I had was to, <laughs> I had was to go and meet this man. Mm-hmm. And that's it. While I was with this man, the treatment wasn't that proper. Because my human plan was to go to school. Then what am I learning as a skill? I was only there as to wash, cook, and we had areas. He was a farmer, cultivator. I was very, and the people them wanted to know what is he doing this young girl. Mm-hmm. I was young. He was more mature. He's a mature man of maybe he was 50, whatever age he was, I remember. Mm-hmm. But his treatment, he was maybe jealous or his treatment was so far. You're not getting any support. He's not in, interested to take care of anybody. Mm-hmm. So I write a letter that uh, that such a one is dead. I remember that. Such a one is dead? That's me. You wrote a letter saying that you was dead. Yes. To who? To the same uncle what Delma uncle. Yeah, to your same uncle you was growing up with. And how did he react to the letter? About two of them come to 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 re- receive me. Or something happened. But I wrote a letter. And maybe I sent a telegram. Something. I did something. Mm-hmm. Because I have to get out of this condition. Right. So I go back home again to Salt Spring. Mm-hmm. That time the baby was like a girl. And I think Lilith was born too. Mm-hmm. Lilith born 55. And I went home. Open again for refuge again. Refuge. Now you have two little girls. Two children. And you thinking, okay, I'm a young lady, two little girls. And I just I need some refuge. deciding to stay home. So the man take his friend and come back and come and trail me to my hometown now. Wow. So he was he pretty pretty much stalking you. Huh? He's he's pretty much stalking you. He, you say he followed you to your hometown. Yes. No. After I, they come and get me from his place, after with the two children, I take my suit, everything. I go home. I don't have nothing. And at one point, I did. I did get my mother. Or uh, you know, you don't know when you don't know my brothers then. Yeah. Matt Lord. Yeah. I did get Matt Lord to come and stay with me at that place. My, my question is this, though. I'm glad you brought them up again. What, where were they throughout this whole process? While you were looking for refuge, while you had your pregnant... They were little young boys. Oh, they, were, they, were too, they were too young to even understand what was going on. Yeah, they were struggling too because they are my mother's children. Mm. And I'm where I am the biggest one. So now they were looking refuge too. I don't want to go into my past life. I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to. We don't have to go that far. No, we don't have to go that I'm far. I'm looking refuge. So, so now, when you when you finally 
right? When you were finally at a point in your life where, okay, you're raising these kids. Everybody else was born now. You're raising these kids. No, while I was down in Salt Spring, the man came and he decided to buy a ring and married. <laughs> and all I'm there, I don't want to go back. Right. But negative, it, it wasn't positive. Nobody going to want to respond for me with two children. How am I going to live? Mm-hmm. And all now, that's why over the years, my life is like this, doing things. I would reach out. I reach out for a lot of people. I rescue people. Servicing the people because at one point in your life, when you were I am for, a rescuer of people. When when you were looking for refuge, there was nobody there. Right. So as you got older and you got more resources, you took it upon yourself to Not go and rescue that other the people. The experience what I have, nobody can get me out of this, and God know my heart. I'm a rescuer. You don't have to tell me nothing. I don't ask you nothing. You just you just know. I don't know. I, I want to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. I reach out to people. You wouldn't know if the people didn't get semi-dead. You'd see people come from all these places mm-hmm. for they coming to just celebrate. Show the, show, yeah, just to, just to show them respect. You'd have to have them name and them address. But if you don't know their name and them address, they're not going They're not going to come to celebrate the dead. And the dead know nothing. Right. A lot, of the, a lot of the people that you helped were when you got to America, right? Would you say a lot of the, the majority of them were Americans when you got yeah, here? I, I, so I, how did you how did you how did you make the transition from growing up in Jamaica to then moving to America? I didn't explain my life to them. No, when I say the, when I say make the transition, I mean like how were you able to just pick up your children and move to America? Whose children? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Colleen and 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 oh, I didn't remember them. Because you 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 moved to America around in your forties, right? Yeah, but I'm not the what, what has happened. I raised them, and I don't want to go in the past. <laughs> I read about Lilith and your mother. Tell her to they want to leave. Hey. Because when they come, the, the, the black, the mother died, and she come and says, Sister Amtor, would you take me? That time I live at Outlook Avenue. Mm-hmm. Where I leave from come now. So I come and I share thoughts with my children. No, but I used to do missionary work. So I go out to talk to the mother, but the mother have asthma and the little boy Trevor is little Trevor. But he come up, but oh. So when Sarah was in, Sarah come to America, after I left England, come to America, mm-hmm. come and see them. I think people who don't have my level must say, I don't care, I'm going to them this back. <laughs> Sarah come, but I take two children. I fix them up and put them on a bed. <laughs> I, I did buy a new pasta piece mattress, put them on the bed. And I bear them off and comb them here. And I receive them. And when I received them, they, they were happy. So Sarah come and realize that I have these children. When he go back, he begin to search the paper and... Then I said, if you go back and find the father name and see if you can get them connect because they are not getting any support. Right. So the father must have sent about, I don't remember if it's $200 in U.S. And that's how come the children them notify. But the man filed for them. It's not me. Mm. And when they came in 86, 
1980 to 86. 86, I was not well. What type of sickness did you have? It stroke the first stroke in 86. Ah. But it's not me who sent for them. It's their father who sent for them. It's the father filed for them. Because my mother filed for me. But I leave but when when I leave them, or before I before before I come away, I didn't have them and I send them to Woolmer's calling was very bright. So he won a scholarship to and it, I hoped and don't get clothes, shoes, everything like what your mother would do. And she'd go to Woolmouth. I would go to the parents' teacher and Brennica would go to Kingsway High School. Mm-hmm. So I would ask Sarah to go to the parents' teacher for Brennica. But Brennica, <laughs> Lily, claimed that me love these children more than them. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a right, and even Trevor. So they, they, they felt jealous when you brought these kids in. But I'm poor. And for me to bring two more people on them. Right. <laughs> so, 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 now nah, let me get, let me get something straight. You already have six kids of your own and you yes. decide to take in two more kids because yes. you see that they really needed the help. But who would have them? So, this girl in Jersey, you know, she write me a letter to someday she, you ever see when Jacob was on a, we stopped reading the scripture, you're gone. We didn't finish the scripture this morning. <laughs> That's because <laughs> cause you speak dragon. I told you we don't get to that afterwards though, because I don't have much time today. But we will get to that after we start recording. This is the basic that kept me. Mm-hmm. And if you really not your virginity won't dead. If you wait until you get a wife, some try get another try get a job, and if you have so much money that you can, and the wife have to be able to manage come side you. On a rent house and get married. You can't marry that 22, 25. If you so desire. That you're killing. That sex is riding you. That you have to get a wife. And marry nah, you, can, you can have sex without having a wife though. Well I don't vote for that. Because you're, you're, sex we do. <laughs> sex we do. That's, that's back a wall. That's not characteristic. That is the new age harder. The new age, new generation, or the generation setting. Mm-hmm. But the, the proper way, if you find Jesus, I don't say a person can't fall, but that diving into slick sex <laughs> and whoring out yourself before, you know, Yo. when, when you get a wife, you're tired like a jackass, you know? <laughs> just tired. You butter out. You just, you may think, but some people say, oh, I have to have sex because if, you know what is going on now. I have to have sex because if, that's the that's that's how that's how that's how the nature set. But if you you don't lose some, you don't lose nothing. <laughs> you don't lose nothing. If you think you can't afford to keep your body kept mm-hmm. and dive in the word of God to know more for eternal salvation, work and plan. You can't marry up to age 40. You can marry that 25, but you have to have resources. Right. And the girl have to have a little resource. So you're going to make when you're going to both married and go for go for success. Mm-hmm. Nobody not going married and get up now and depend upon you want to pull the dray. A dray is a horse with and a cart pulling. Right. But some people don't have that background. 
of listening and making the grade. You get it? I get it. That makes sense. You you want you want to do you know, two it takes two people. If you're married, you have a skill, get up and work. And the man money and your money toy you put together and you'll make it. Mm-hmm. But one want to don't want to listen and one want to say, Well, I can make it all by myself. And that's not how life goes. You know, go like that. The Bible, you have to go back to the Bible. We are helpmate. Mm-hmm. Not to domineer, not to rule, not to put on one blow. Mm-hmm. In everything, if, if if you don't have the Christ with you, I can't talk to you. Right. And if I if you don't have the Christ, I will say, listen, I hear what you say, but have a relationship with Jesus. That's what I was telling the girl. She been whining, running, and she worked well. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you feel about people who feel like the man is the one who's supposed to get all of the money while the woman stays home and takes care of the you kids. You like that. It's a, it's a two. One hand cannot clap. Mm-hmm. Some women just want, want, and they don't care about the man. That's not love. It's a mixture. Some women just crave and... Crave what, the attention? Crave for your attention and crave for what the man have. Not They don't want to put in anything. Mm. Don't want to help to make life. And they get up and watch whatever them, whatever them love and just sleep. And men sleep and get up and bake and eat and drink. No, nothing. And the woman, you find some woman like that too. Mm-hmm. And the man have it so hard. It's a tug of war. The people, them, if I meet somebody who don't connect with Christ, I would invite them to Jesus. They have problem. But I would say, listen, Jesus, they come unto me. Only that labor and ability, I will give you peace. I will give you rest. But what, but what about those people who just, really, who just can't fathom the idea of Jesus? You talk to them and you tell them to let, I pray with you. I hear what you say and it's not easy, but I'll pray with you. So prayer changes things. Some people are hated. Some people don't have no knowledge of Jesus. But if you if you happen to come in their pathway, mm-hmm. in to invite them to Jesus. You might not tell them about Jesus, but you can begin to do things for them. Give them some food or do some action of love. And then pray with them. And tell them about the one who you know. So it's important to approach them with love first. Pardon? It's important. It's important to approach them with love first. Love, yeah. This man say, Miss Greg, me don't. <laughs> me don't know him. I know I acquaint with his name. But mm-hmm. I have his name in my book. I was spinning to say, Greg, who is this Greg again? I don't. I don't remember. But I lecture to him. Whatever I said, I don't even say remember me. But I don't. If I call him, but no. If I look for the number is in the same one, he I would have to say, Who is this Greg? Where did I meet you? And he's going to tell me we meet such a place. Mm-hmm. Maybe we meet at some place because I put a little dash on it. If it's him, I'm going to if it's him same one, I'm going to say, Did we meet at a pantry? And he will tell me so I have a little So you just meeting people, you don't even know where you met them anymore. That's right, because you you did ask me one day, how oh, everybody used to tell them hello. 
hey, that you are your sister. A long time. Mm-hmm. You're going to get this thing, get a bump there. You know, no, you know? I'm good. <laughs> oh no! I think I think we touched on everything. Hmm? I think we touched on everything. I don't think. Let's hope. Just give me a final thoughts on everything that we spoke about. You have to have a strong, resistant, and you shouldn't let that. You shouldn't watch everyone in his show. If I take half your your status, your status of your character. Mm-hmm. Because the things that you watch yeah, the become your thoughts. Yeah, the things that you watch and the things that you eat. Right. And the company that you keep. I think your overall message today was just watch what you put in your body. Maybe yeah. what you're listening to, mm-hmm. the things that you're eating, the things that you're watching, mm-hmm. the energy that, you, that you're bringing mm-hmm. around you with the people that you have around you. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, oh, why you don't have this? I don't need it. You don't need it. Do you, do you think, do you say that, um, would you say that you spend a lot of time just being quiet and listening? Quiet, listen. Yeah, I'm saying, would you spend a lot? Would you say that you spend a lot of time being quiet and listening? Oh, yes. Your mother fall in love with you. Say, Ma, you don't. Are you not lonely? I said, No. I have a DVD, and I didn't know how to play it. I played, <laughs> I, I played already, and I know how. Yeah. Some tape maybe get bad, need to throw it. Mm-hmm. And I test some shit, and they give me good playing. And I said, I don't even have a friend, a grandchild to come near me. Help me do this tape. Make me see what is good and what not good to throw it away. You mean you don't have a grandchild in the area? <laughs> I, have, that, 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 I, I don't even see you sometimes to come sit down with me a few minutes, make, uh, push in this tape, and let me play them and what work. So as it get old, they will not work. So we throw them out and what is good, we keep them and... So go through them again. Mm-hmm. I don't even see you. Sometimes I would happy to see you come by. I'm not going to trouble you. Involve. Involve with, um, what you call it, um, being together, being attached. When I gone. Fellowship. Fellowship. When I dead, the living know you and the dead know nothing. Right. I'm done. What do you think the purpose of, of life is? Purpose of life? Yeah. It's caring and sharing and loving and be realistic in in one another. Love your parents, love your family, relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. It's, impor- it's, in, it's important to build, build relationships with the people. Both with you. God and, uh, and family. Eh? Relationship mm-hmm. both with your God that you serve and your family. All right, my, my last question. What is God to you? What is God what is God to me? Yeah, well, give me a definition of what God is. God is the source of my life. He's my maker. He's the creator. He's the one who made the whole world, so I love him. Mm-hmm. I fear him and desire to serve him in spirit and in truth. He's my whole source of life. There's nothing else. I love my children, I lo- but I love the Lord. They threaten me that I can't move again to do nothing. But if it is his will, mm-hmm. that I'm to go back and tell somebody about Jesus, I'm going to go. So Jesus to me is all the world to me. I'm dedicated to serve him. And I appreciate, you like your father, your mother come, or whoever come, I appreciate that. It's, it's a warmth in my soul because... When people come and visit you yes. and help you out. I call you to show you 
because of my connection now i well i had a connection when i was growing up and the fellowship that i had from people mm-hmm. i asked god the lord let me when i come at certain age i would receive people like how people receive 